0: Gotta catch in the field like deep passes. I tell a plug if it's sticky, then please bag it. I need the best because I grew up with neat madness. Uh, need a mat burgundy mercy. Jewelry so heavy it might hurt me. Smoking extra kill, that extra seal. Whoa, buffalo yo, money, yo, need yo, extra bills till I'm eating up? so much. It's I got the a chopper, baby.
1: It's Tuesday night here on the chopper, and I got my guys with me Jay Spence the King. And my guy Jeremiah Poirier in the house, what's good, fellas? How y'all doing?
0: What's up? What up, what up? Hey. Uh, Jeremiah's so cool. What up? What up? Yeah, hey, you he like, and you know, he must, I, I, he I gotta, do this. He, he probably got somebody watching. He gotta be cool. What up, what up? You know, he got to <laughs> put that sexy <laughs> on. I heard you, Shay, well, you, I heard said you.
1: Was,
2: you said what's good. That was I mean, I was cool hey. too.
0: He, he, he on that big dog status tonight. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. He's been, he been kicking it with all the celebrities at the Celebrity Golf Tournament, so he, he you know, he, he's celebritizing himself on the show today. It's okay. <laughs> no, but how was it, man? I saw all the pictures and all of that from the tournament, man. How was it?
2: Man, it was such a good time, and uh, it was just like everybody there was just like very positive about the event. Just everything was good. Like, everything flowed well, like, um, and it, it was all last minute, so... It was like it was super great. The golf tournament itself was super great, but like there's some things to work on for next year because everything was last minute, but it was an amazing time. It was great.
1: So would you golf, man? Like what was your what was your score?
2: Uh I played with uh Milano, Gabe, and Tyler uh Matekovic. And we we shot a minus five, but with two bogeys and this this Trump national course is hard as hell. Like like they they played some of the uh, one of the tours on this, like this this course was hard as hell. So it wasn't bad. We were in the middle area. We weren't, but it was a vibe. That group was a vibe for sure.
0: But what was your score? I ain't talking about the group.
2: Well we we played (laughs) scramble, so everybody take everybody take the best ball.
0: I was I was nice, but I I know. (laughs) I know. I just messed with you. I already know (laughs) I know your whole family got it like that. I've, I've played with your father and your brother. I, I know y'all got it. I, by excited. this time
2: next year, I'm going be to be better than my dad. Jordan, it might take me a couple more years to get better than him. But by this time next year, I'm going to be better than my dad.
0: So. You got to come out to uh, Phoenix. We got to get on the course out here. Absolutely.
2: Back.
1: Man, I can't play golf, man. I'm going to tell, tell you right now. I, I can't. I mean, I'm terrible. I tried <laughs> My first time ever playing was at the uh, company golf tournament last October. And uh, I was trash, bro. I ain't going to cap. I was I'll trash. I'll tell you what.
0: Bro. Some of the some of the best business deals I've ever made have been on a golf course. Absolutely. I believe that. So Absolutely. I mean, if I were you, bro, I mean, honest That's to God, it. I don't care. You ain't gotta be the best, but go out to the driving range every once in a while. Just learn how to hit that thing. Cause you just want to have conversation, man. Go yeah. go hit that thing. <laughs> like, oh, we'll, tell you. Hey, we're gonna have a conversation. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you gotta you gotta be in, you know, when you are out there with them, it's a different conversation. Just yeah. Just walking it. They want, they, they be impressed when you, when you can, when you can hit it just as good as they can hit it or whatever. So, you know, go to Top Golf or something. Grab, you know, link with your lady. Go to Top Golf. Well, it's yeah, for the be- girls. So grab one of the, no, I'm joking. Okay. Eeny, Meeny, Moe. But yeah, crazy. no, man. I'm glad it went well, bro. I'm glad it went well.
2: Yeah, I, uh, could have asked for a better tournament. It was great. It was a good show. Uh, excited for next year's.
1: Hey, I got a question for y'all, and I, and I kind of brought it up in the chat, but I didn't tell y'all what I was gonna ask y'all. Okay, so <laughs> so uh, if y'all ready for this, but Spence, I know you know Spence is a hip hop head, right? Let's get it, let's get it, Jeremiah. I don't know where you at on the spectrum. We are gonna find out here in a I'm second. Down. So there was a report that the Billboard Top 100 came out. You know the mm-hmm. the the report, and there are no. Hip hop number one songs or albums, and it's the first time in a long time. And it got me thinking, like, yo, what's the state of hip hop? You know, for me, I'm in my own little bubble, you know what I'm saying? I like what I like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, a broader perspective, like, what's going on with hip hop, man?
0: Well, I'll jump first because so that was accurate as of last week. Now, uh, Lil Uzi Vert has dropped the only number one album for the year uh, for hip hop. So he finally, we finally got a hip hop album. I don't know if, uh, I, cause I don't want to hate on him. He's nice. The dude got skills. I don't, when I think about the year, I, I just, no, no. Stumble your words. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not even talking about him. I'm not even talking about him. Okay, I'm saying like okay, for it okay. to get, for it to yeah. get here, and he's the, the, the first one of the year the first number one album. Like to me, that's, is it's disgusting, man. Like when you had Conway dropped, I mean, I can, I can list a ton of people, mm-hmm. dope albums that drop. I can list commercial albums as well as some albums. That's more on the underground side that I feel like could have got the nod, but overall for me the issue with hip hop, I'm going to, I can't believe I'm about to say this publicly. Uh, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with something that Bow Wow said a couple of weeks ago. I think that is at the point now where where hip hop has turned into like this cookie cutter uh of a job where you get the same type of beats, everybody got the same type of style like even even the ladies right now are killing it. I'm shocked that there hasn't been a number one album. The ladies are doing their thing, but the guys everybody is either trying to sound like future young thug or the Migos right now uh they got a couple guys that that are doing some different things but People don't make albums anymore. People don't don't take their time and sit down with the produ- with the producer and write as the production is going on. They don't take time to actually have like you know more more than one person come in to enhance the track. They don't you know like it's it's a different experience when you go back to like you know I actually I, obviously I always go Jay Z, but I was watching um Fade to Black the other night last Friday. Okay. Okay. And so that's like a documentary on Jay Z's. Um, last album, or was supposed to be his last album when he did the Black album. And, of course, there there was a moment there that he worked with Timbaland. There was a moment there that he worked with, um, you know, Pharrell. And, like, they went through all the different producers. But even on top of it, they had moments where, um, okay, so it went through this process with the producer, but then it goes through this different mastering process, Mm. and it goes through this. Kanye West, I've watched things with him where he's produced the full record, and then he had Timbaland come in and redo the beats, I mean, the, the drums, he did that on a few different records. So I just feel like sometimes now the detail is lost. Mm-hmm. We've lost like paying attention to, to like those little details that, that really make albums. And, and I don't know, I think the second half of the year, hopefully I know Nicky's supposed to drop. I know Drake is about to drop another album. Um, He's been a little eh, for me lately.
2: I mean, he's, uh, but he's still gonna be number one. Like, that's just like, yeah, no, no, he's gonna gonna be number one.
0: The dude could do the poopity scoopity boop that Kanye did years ago. You remember that when Kanye dropped that? Yeah. He could do that and go number one. That's Drake. But I missed those first four albums from him. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Um, I, I I do think it's a mix. Like, and to be honest, I'm not that tapped in with like music all the way through, but. I think it's a mix of like the the day and age where it, where TikTok music is such a big thing like these people that are coming up on uh Dua Lipa and Taylor Swift now and like all like these guys are kind of like just riding that wave of this new like social media generation whereas like hip hop artists kind of haven't been that you know what I mean having like and Uzi Vert is a good example of somebody that kind of stepped into that social media field and like he's probably one of the top, like one of the top selling artists right now. Like you said, he had the number one album. So like, it, it's a hard like middle ground that you have to play in this day and age. Like, um, where you have to build your brand up, and then you have to make good music to be able to be at that number one album list. Like, it's just I, I'll say it's one of the harder ones to to in hip hop to sell. Harder times to sell music in hip hop for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you talk about like. Selling. I mean, it's it just feels very transactional these days. Like, when was the last time like an artist had a song where he drops multiple verses on a track? You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't get that no more. It's like it's like one verse and then they out or yeah. like a, a good cipher. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I miss those days, man. I miss it. I Yo, did anybody
2: see uh, what what is that song called? It was it's like a drinking or not the song the podcast. It's like a it's like a drink. The drink name him. of the drinking one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with. Uh, with uh, Yale, they were having that argument about who's got the... Who's oh, got big, the and,
0: big and Ice Cube. Big and Ice Cube is crazy, dude. I mean, I think it's a valid discussion. It depends on where you come from. Because it was about
2: words, right? It wasn't about who's a better artist. It was about, like, who who has better bars, like who just
0: writes? No, bars? at first, at first it was about like, who's the better lyricist. And then it turned into like, nah, man, cube is a <laughs> cube. is the, he's a top three. And then they, you know, so it went from, it went from one thing to another. It just, I, I guess it depends on what you value in music, man. Cause for me, I know big only had the two albums. But man, it's just <laughs> tough to put Cube. No, and and I love I NWA. I agree. I, I love I agree. Cube. I know he wrote for Easy E. I know he wrote some records for Dre. It's just, and Cube is nice. Yeah, like yeah. Th- this ain't this ain't me saying nothing bad about Cube. But Big is different, bro. Like 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 Big used to say stuff that. You can you can literally see everything that he's saying in front of you. Like the guy is different. So I don't know. I can't I can't put I can't put Cube, <laughs> and and in under any circumstances I can't put Cube over Big. I can't.
2: Cube. Yeah, and, and, I hear the argument about lyricism. I just about lyricism, not as an artist, but like I'll hear the argument because because Cube's bars are nice. Like when you yeah. think, like he was like the next step. Like he he kind of transcended to that next step. And like I people that grew up with Big, they probably feeling like. Like, he, w- he was able to make you be felt, like, in that area, in that, in that time. Mm-hmm. Like, Cube kind of, like, he was the fir- like, not the first, but he was one of the first to, like, transition into that, make you think about what he's saying, like, that, like actual bars, like, like, battle rap now. Like, where you, battle rap now is, like, all about your lyricism and what you can say to make people think. And, like, that's why I mess with Cube. But, like, I'll hear lyricism arguments. I, I probably won't hear artists. Like, Cube's not a better artist, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, he's definitely one of the dudes that laid the groundwork, man, in the early 90s. But uh, Life After Death is still one of my favorite albums, man. And, Spence, you know what I'm about to say. That night, me, you, and B stayed up for hours in a hotel room talking about this.
0: Bruh. I proved some things that night.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because you got to look at it like this. I grew up in the South, right? So, like, Outkast, you know, Big Boy, Andre, you know. Them they had bars, like them boys could rhyme. You know what I'm saying? But outside of that, you really didn't get lyricism. You know, we were like, we vibe out on beats, right? Yeah. And so we're sitting up in here in this in this hotel room, and you know, Spencer's an artist, and he starts breaking down like how Biggie sets up his beats, and like I'm like, damn, like it's like that, you know, and then you know, just doing my own research, man. You you really go to to learn how to appreciate artistry and music man. So that, that's by far one of my, my best hip hop moments uh that I've ever had in terms of conversation.
0: I appreciate that because I mean I, I the, like when me and B link or certain people that like when I link we, we just have those talks period like like we're gonna talk music. And when it comes to big again it, it just sucks because he was taken from us so early. You know what I mean? So we really didn't get the fullness of who we who he could have been. Like if you listen to the last verse he ever recorded like on, so on Puff's album his Puff's first album he, the song Victory that's the last verse that Big ever recorded and when you listen to that verse the level that the dude was rapping on at on that point is so different than what we heard on Life After Death it's so different than like he was about to just be on something that it it was just not even it was it wasn't fair his trajectory it,
1: yeah, wow, man, it wasn't, it
0: wasn't fair. So so I hear what people are saying about Cube. I respect Cube. I love Cube. Appreciate you, Sarah. Sarah. Now, with Sarah, I broke down one of the verses on uh, Jay-Z's record um, on 444. And then I broke down the, the J. Cole verse on Benny's joint, that uh, Johnny P's caddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, again, we need a J. Cole album. He's going number one every time. Like, those are the rappers that we need to be spitting right now. I could talk rap all night. I know there's a football show. I'm hey, sorry. Let yeah, me sit back. Hey, hold up now. It's, it's a chop, a chop We do I what up. we do. We do what we do. We do we do. All what night. We do, we do, do, night.
1: We do <laughs> what we do.
0: It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
1: No, I, I appreciate that, man. I, re, I really do. Uh, but also, we're, we're, we're going to get to the Bills here in a minute, but I wanted, I wanted to ask y'all if y'all seen uh, your boy Wim, Wimbenaya. Did y'all catch his uh, summer league action the other day? Because he's hey, playing I wanted two to games. Say, I, wanted
2: to, I wanted to say this last week. We were talking about Bus, and I wanted to say – <laughs> that due to like the, my definition of expectations and where you might end up, if Wembenya don't get bigger, if he keep his stance on on him mm-hmm. being like the size he is, they're gonna drill their big bodies into that soft middle core, and he's not gonna be there for long. Like I don't think that I don't think that you can just take your seven foot that you can shoot off one foot and just go to the NBA and do that. Like this ain't this ain't Europe over here. Like you know what I mean? Like, um, but he I mean he could be what he could be, but. I just I have a I have a feeling that he might be a bust because of how much he's t- touted to be like his expectations is crazy. Like,
0: right. Now I'm agreeing with you 100 percent on that. But to play devil's advocate, uh, we all thought at least I did and a bunch of people I, I used to hang with we we used to think Kevin Durant needed to gain some weight, and he turned into one of the greatest of this generation. I used to say greatest of all time. I think his his um legacy to me. I know people get mad when they talk legacy. I think Durant's legacy kind of got tarnished. Sure. But just the way his career went but he's still one of the greatest scorers you Absolutely. know in, in players especially of this generation so i don't know we, we'll see but I, okay. I, I agree with you completely i agree with you completely Bill. yeah i do i'll I say do. he
2: either needs to gain weight or get a kevin durant bag because kevin durant came out the one with the bag so yeah. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Like, he, but he don't women i don't have that i don't think he has that bag like that he's slow dribbler like
0: yeah um, the handle is okay it's okay, yeah. but it's yeah. not. You got, like you Kevin Durant. Get to a
1: if you're not going to yeah. get big. Mm-hmm. Like you better get to an elite dribbling level, like, like Kyrie, KD. I mean? like, KD can handle it like a guard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When is yeah. seven foot four, seven five, and he's a good handler for his size, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know he, he's definitely going to have to get stronger. I mean, he did hit twenty seven the other night, which is nice, but hey, man, you you're going to have to be able to bang in the post. And Giannis uh,
2: didn't think that he'd have to get bigger and. Until he he got bigger, he wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, granted, Wembe and can shoot, but, like, you got to – you can't – you're going to start getting drilled by people and they're going to use their shoulders to just wear you down on offense and, like – i just don't see women unless he gets bigger being what people think he is like some people said he could be the goat and i'm just like when (laughs) no what they talking about he he said he
0: said his ceiling is
1: goat status i'm like Ah, yeah bro I, I, i don't see it i don't see it
0: let's relax let's let's relax here let's relax here but for me when i look at him like i think i basically see what everybody else sees like if you're right if he gains to me if he gains some weight and he kind of just like, he develops into it like a man body. Yeah. I think he could, I think he could, die, but he got to, he got to, he got to put, he got to really put some weight on and put that body. You know what I mean? Like he got to be in the paint. Right. He, and, and I don't know what it is about these dudes with size wanting to be soft and pull up. Like I'm a Laker fan and I love Anthony Davis, but dude play the doggone center. And you get these dudes that, that should be dominating. So I'm still talking about about when, but you know, you you are supposed to be dominating, but you want to handle like a point guard and you want to pull yeah. up and shoot a three. No, nah, man, you get down here and bang on. To be fair, balls, though, you know I'm to saying? be
2: fair though, like the way the league rolls now, it's like your center is what fours used to be, and so. Mm-hmm. You have to go out like asking Anthony Davis to go out there. Hey, I'm gonna need you to be in all these picker rolls. I'm gonna need you to guard some guards sometimes, and then I want you to go down and bang on offense. Like right. It's just it's like I don't want to I don't want to sit out here and play defense on the wing and then go down and have to post up every time and bang. Like I, I don't want to play defense on these guards, like the Warriors okay. kind of ruined, like man how you can look at
0: centers. Right? <laughs> no, I would ag- I would agree with you. I would agree with you if I feel like good centers. Teams with good centers still win. Gotta
1: Maybe, have it, it's you know. Important.
0: So Philly hasn't won a championship yet, but every year they're one of the best teams in the league. You know what I'm saying? Like they have a center. Embiid can shoot. He can shoot, but but he bangs. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you you got these teams with good centers. They have the, one. They always have one of the better defenses because they protect the rim. Yep. You need that. You need, and he don't like bodying up with people. You, and you then consider on offense,
2: Jokic bangs.
0: Oh yes, oh, yeah, yes. he bangs. Oh, yes. I, he,
1: you think he bangs? I don't think he bangs. Yeah, no,
0: Jokic, yo bangs. He bangs. He, he has it all. yo he, he's different. He can bang. Not,
2: he can bang, he, but he I
0: don't does. think he. Let me tell he
1: doesn't you
2: look, what, look to bang. It like doesn't look not.
1: like it. But let me tell you where he excels. It's it's the way he takes his angles, man. Like he oh, is, yeah. he's always a step ahead of you. So mm-hmm. like when he's rebounding, that's why you see him a lot of times. He's tipping the ball to himself. You know what I'm saying? Because he's yeah. not gonna out jump you. He's not gonna out athlete yeah. somebody. It, he's you, bump it, he's you. he's smarter than everybody on the court. Yeah. He's always a step ahead. So yeah, Jokic bangs, man. It just it just looks a little
0: different. And I think that's and one of the reasons why he's so good. And your point about Golden State, you're absolutely right. They changed the league, bro. So yeah. it's like it's because it, before Steph and Clay, man, people were shooting threes, but not like this, man. Not you got, like that. You know, I go to the park and walk my dogs and I see everybody pulling up from half court. And it's like, what are y'all doing? They're setting eight
2: screens for? to get the big out on the on the on the wing. You're sending me you're setting eight or nine illegal screens to get doing? this big to come out on the wing. And so now I can't play my big on, on, on the court because he's just running around trying to get this big to come out off of screens. Like, oh yeah. I, I hate the way the Warriors change this league, but it's hard because like if you don't have a Jokic, if you don't have an abid. Like, I don't think Anthony Davis can be that big bang type of. He's a four, like, he's a true four. Like, yeah. his body won't hold up. That's the problem.
0: Because yeah. he, don't get me. Well, he do not But, no, <laughs> he lives. He lives, but I, I just don't get it. I don't get yeah. it. Cause Because then, and I know we, like, it's, It's tough. Everybody likes to talk. Well, if so and so could play now, and if this, that, and the third, but I promise you, a player like Shaq would still dominate today. Oh yeah, like I promise you, a guy that bangs. Yeah, he'd force. But I'm saying, Dwight, early Dwight Howard, like Superman, Dwight in Orlando, Dwight Howard would bang today. Nobody dude. And people forget just how, how good, good Dwight was. Howard was, man. Like I get it. The end of his career became a meme. It became a joke and now he's in China. And so I, I get it. I get it. So but who dude. is the
2: advantage who, in your opinion, who would have the advantage a team with Shaq who's going to like, he might, they might force you, but, or the warriors who is going to run around screens until they forces Shaq out on the three point line. And so like Shaq's going to have to do some running, like which, change is going to force the other team to change the most do you think I,
0: like i think it'll be an epic game but i think defense ultimately wins championship games in basketball and, and and i think with a center, you slow the offense you slow the pace of the game down because you you you're going to run your offense the warriors aren't running on the break if you're throwing it in the shack like that so if i'm setting up my defense and i got shack down there come on go ahead Run, do whatever y'all want, run these illegal screens. Them boys gonna be tired because I'm also putting bodies on them down at the other end. So, like, when, when Shaq is beating you up, is I'm telling you, come third, fourth quarter, come fourth quarter. That's yeah, an interesting quarter. Quarter. <laughs> And we
1: have, I think, we have a good example. I mean, look at what Jokic did. Jokic ain't guard nobody on the perimeter. He didn't, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and but well, you put Shaq in this in today's NBA, yeah, but they also gonna... didn't
2: play a Warriors t-
1: style at all.
2: Like, no. they, the, the heat were a, with mid range ballers, like. They didn't play the Warriors because the Lakers took them out. I would be interested to see what happens to the Nuggets
1: if the Warriors make it past the Lakers. No, but see the the Nuggets play the Heat, who they're all they are is perimeter shooting. That's the thing. So you you have a guy like Shaq, Go get you an Aaron Gordon. Go get you a MPJ, and they can run around the perimeter, right? Mm-hmm. But you put Shaq in today's game. You know he, that man's averaging thirty and fifteen because you can't stop him. It's he's too just big. Him.
0: He's too big. And not just him. Put the dream here. Put Elijah on out there right oh. now. Oh a okay. guard on the perimeter. Okay. okay. Feet. Let's talk. I mean, and and I don't want to always bring up the goats, man. Let's let's talk. You give me my tumble on my de- You give me my tumble on the Lakers right now. With oh, LeBron? Yeah. Whoever's That's... dog that was barking, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell them they're correct. Those wasn't <laughs> mine. But yeah, you give me my tumble with the Lakers with LeBron? Come on, man. Come on, man. What are we doing? Well, if you have
2: enough skill, yeah, okay. If you give me Shaq or whatever, but the average big back then is not making it today. Like, like if you talk, if you look at the broad, like thirty-two teams, there's probably two bigs that are going to force you to do something out of those teams back in the day. Like the rest of those bigs back then were absolute trash, and they were just on this court to go ahead and try to stop Shaq. Like you would, you would stack your teams with bigs just to try to foul Shaq. And keep him out of the paint, but like there wasn't that many
1: bigs back then. So like
2: uh, there was, but, I don't know.
1: The NBA was predicated off of bigs. It, it was started, the big It started from bigs. I'm talking bigs. about
2: bigs that transcended, like Shaq he was
1: like Shaq, Hakeem, Kareem. Okay, you had like Ralph Sampson. That, one guy's one guys. that guy's no, no, not playing today. No, but back then, I'm just saying they had absolutely. guys no, no, back they had then. Guys back then that David were good Robinson, back then. Tim
2: Duncan, absolutely, but they couldn't play today. They, I think
1: that could, man. I think, I think David surprised. Robinson
0: could. I think Patrick Ewing could. could. I think Moses Malone could. I think Bill Warden could. could. Are you kidding me? Oh, no, no. Bill Warden You, you got to shoot today.
2: You got to shoot. You think you think
0: Ben Wallace could hoop today? Cuz Ben Wallace wasn't a shooter. You don't think Ben Wallace could hoop?
2: Mm, he was a defender. He But like he could he could move. I'm talking you you have to be able to move and be a defender and you never going to touch the ball. Or, or you have to be able to shoot the ball on offense. In my opinion, I think in today's day and age, you have the bigs got to be able to shoot, or else you like, like Jokic. Well, he can bang that boy can pull up from wherever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's
1: it's a good I, debate. I like yeah, Jokic, it's it's sure. good. I love it. Yeah, I love it's it. a good debate. Speaking of uh, hot debates and topics, as we segue to the NFL, there was a there was a debate going on with uh, some of the top cornerbacks in the NFL and and a Hall of Fame. Great, I would say, and and Darrell Rivas, you want to uh hit me me with it, bro? What tell me, tell us (laughs) what's going on with that,
0: man? I was actually, but I'm trying to pull it up while you were talking, so uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, I'm guessing that a list came out where um, some I don't know which publication, but a publication listed like the top cornerbacks from or in the NFL currently, and Sauce Garner was very much near the top, (laughs) and you had a a very vocal uh, group of cornerbacks decide to come out and say that that's not the case. And then Darrell Rivas got pulled into it. One of the goats. And I know he's a jet, a former jet player. I know we don't like, you know, he's a former Patriot, but we, we. Did
1: we lose you? I thought I was tripping. Yeah, that's what I was holding (laughs) out there too, right? (laughs) But but Uh, what he was saying was, you know, you got Darrell Revis clapping back. So it was uh, it was Sauce Gardner and Patrick Sertain were the top, at least the the top two corners, right? Yeah. And they were talking about, you know, the difference of being in the in the New York man. There he is, and we I can't hear you. (laughs) I don't know what happened.
0: Okay, go ahead. Now I don't. What was the last thing you heard from me? I don't even know what happened.
1: You, you
2: said Darrell Rebus, we don't like him because he was a jet, but.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 So we don't like, we, you know, Bills fans. We don't really fool. But you got to be honest. he He's one of the goats when it comes to that position. You know, I, I put him in the same conversations as the Dion's when I talk about mm. cornerbacks that that was dominant in their time. This got wild, bro. It got wild. So I guess where do you put sauce? I, I think,
1: in my opinion, man, I, I think, and now granted, I've i probably watched maybe six games of sauce this offseason. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
1: I it's it's one A, one B. I think I think it's between him and Patrick uh Sertan. Uh but I, I like sauce better. I like sauce better. I think he I like his 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 range and, and his length really changes the game, man. Dude's smart. We talk about mm-hmm. Yogi's being like a step ahead. Sauce is that way, too, man. And uh, so I, I'd have to say Sauce is Q, uh, QB1 right now. QB1, <coughs> sorry. What about I, you? I don't know. <laughs>
2: I I think there's an abundance of really good corners in the league right now because, I mean, I don't know. It, I mean, it'd have to probably be between both of them. Sertan's been, Sertan was in for one year longer, right? Than, for sure, yep. Yeah, so, like, that's tough. That's a tough question. I, I would probably take Sertan just because he's been there longer. But, I mean, it's, they're probably neck and neck if I was to put them on a scale.
1: Yeah, you talk about Sertan. He's that big physical corner, bro. He yeah. hey, he, he going to rough you up. He going to get you tired. He, you know, he, he's going to press you at the line. And he's got, you know, the recovery speed is there and the ball skills are there. So, like, these guys are, I mean – Look, if if there was one disagreement in that whole thing, I would say Jalen Ramsey is not top five to me he's anymore. Top ten. Anymore. Any I would say he's in the top ten, but not no, top I would, five.
2: I would not give him that. But, like, that's fair. He was the top. I mean, he was one of the best. He was. Not the best. But, like, yeah, was. I, the way I watched Diggs absolutely just last year, just, I don't know. I can't even – I can't put him in the top five for me anymore after what Diggs did to
0: him last year
1: yeah,
0: tell yeah Diggs that. put it on him digs put it on it but tell yeah. antoine that man antoine be acting like well no that digs didn't i'm like man digs digs
2: did and gabe and Diggs. like any time jaylen was on any of them he was getting absolutely smoked all game
0: so uh sarah says the sauce drives her nuts with his play style uh the nfl needs to call him on his shit. he should be called for pass interference every play now I've actually spoken to a few people today that have a similar opinion. Like, you know, they feel like he's not as good because he probably should get called for holding or for uh pass interference way more than he does. I feel like what's not called is legal. I feel like that in basketball, football, like, you know, like it's the game. That's like,
2: okay. No, it's holding.
0: No, it's holding every play. No, it's holding every play. It's legal. If they don't call it like on the, on the offensive line, Somebody's holding somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: In, in fairness, that's what Sarah, I mean. Like when I say that, Uh t- Travis Kelsey wouldn't be that he pushes off every All single time he runs time. Around. All so the So like time. Travis Kelsey wouldn't be what he was if he wasn't. You know what I mean? So if you're not getting called for it, you're doing something right.
0: Yeah, but it's I mean. not caught. He didn't uh, go. Like, uh, yeah. he's not really. You know? But, but right, right now he that dude.
1: And yeah. I, I think it's one of those things that Sauce's length. That's the thing though. Like he sticks, you know, he sticks his arm out. And, and, and you know the the amount of separation he puts between you and, and him, and then that's where you know again he's a step ahead of you. That's what makes him so great. That's why I love his style. Now, when he when they play the Bills, you know I'm not feeling because you know it does look like holding, but really, man, when you go back and you look at it, he's not holding all the time. The dude's just smart. He just oh, he, I'm, he, I'm a he knows he's it's- holding. But he just sure. he's he, hey man, he, he's like, good with his craft, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's good with his craft.
2: The uh, yeah, NFL is crazy too, because like you just gotta throw the receiver off. Like the timing that you have to have in the NFL, like is bang bang. So if you just right, if you yeah. have if you're a big body, big friend, and you could throw the receiver off for just a half a second, you can win that rep for sure. Every time. And if you have to hold and try to do it on the low, and you get that, you don't get that, you know what I mean? You don't get called
1: for it, like it is what it is. So do y'all do y'all find it slander that Trey White is not in the top ten. I like. I feel like you know before the injury, Trey White was a top five corner. It was no doubt. You know what I'm saying. Now you you can't find him. I tried to look today. You cannot find him in the top ten of any anybody's cornerback rankings. And I'm like, yo, like I know the dude had a, a ACL injury. The league is also a, what have you done for me lately kind of thing. But what do y'all think about your boy Trey White not even being mentioned in the top ten?
0: Go ahead, Jay.
2: I mean, unfortunately, uh, he did have the injury, and then he came back, and his his mind was like limiting him um, a little bit on what he could do. So, like what he's shown, um, hasn't been. I I mean, I would probably give him top ten myself, but like what from what he's shown, but it it hasn't been like top five like we know. But he I, from what I hear, he's back, so
0: yeah and that's where I was going to go. I would say, you know if you're going to just base it off of last year, um he still didn't have a bad year, like he didn't right, play right. horribly at all, but I can understand if somebody was like, You know what? he ain't the same Trey White, so yeah. we're not going to put him there. He has to show him proof. I could get it come back and and i hear I'm hearing the same thing that that uh Jer is here i'm I'm hearing that it's like, look, y'all went to Trey." Y'all got Trey. Like, yeah. I, I think it's gonna be a big deal. Can I take a quick moment though? I forgot I wanted to, um, to throw this up real quick. Uh, everybody in in Bill's Mafia's family, we are all privy to who this young man was. Uh, Eddie was a big part of the Bill's Mafia community, and uh, Eddie's infantry is doing um, basically a fundraiser where all of the proceeds are going directly to Eddie's father Nick to help with the expenses. Um, if you have your phone out right now, if you're watching on YouTube, you can go ahead and scan this. Uh, GR code here and it would take you right to either the I believe it takes you directly to uh, the GoFundMe or it takes you to purchase a hoodie or a t-shirt every single penny past what the cost was will go directly to help with expenses so if you uh, feel that, please go ahead and purchase one, purchase one for a friend and a family member and uh, hey, go bills, sign up for uh, Eddie's Infantry, we're going to represent this little dude, the spirit's going to live
1: Hey, man, and doesn't that go to show, like, Bill's Mafia is the best fan base in the league, bar none, man? Facts. Yeah, and, like, we rally around all our people, man. Like, seriously, like, we may argue on Twitter, and we may have beef here and there or whatever, but when it comes down to it, man, when, when there's things that happen in our lives, man, Bill's Mafia, hey, you can't get better than that, man. Okay. So, there's definitely a Yeah, yeah we, we, we stand with the family, man. Our, our hearts and prayers and condolences go out to them, man. And, uh, you know what, you know, as we move on here, are y'all ready for some uh some D Hop? Now I know, look, it's one of those conversations, one of those topics that as as Bills fans, we're tired of hearing it. But Jeff Darlington came out with a little uh with a little some something, something this week saying that you know the Bills love D hop, but they're just not gonna pay him. And as we're inching toward training camp in two weeks, D Hop still hasn't signed. You know, they, they say that the major players in his sweepstakes are the titans and the patriots and uh he the reason why he has a sign i don't know i I would say he doesn't want to play on those teams because they're not good but he definitely wants to get paid so it kind of feels like he's using those teams to leverage one another I, i really in my opinion i don't know d hop personally i really do think that his best two options will be kansas city or the bills but uh, what what, what how, where are you guys at on the? We'll start with you, Jared? Where where you at on this D Hop thing, man? Like, how you feel about it? How's it? His agents
2: told that? him. His agents told him, he, bro. You want your, If he wanted his bag, and that's what he wanted, he would have been signed somewhere For me, he want to play for a good team, but he just want to leak the maximum amount of money he can get out of whatever team it is, whether it's the Chiefs, whether it's the Bills, whether it's the. I, don't, I mean, whoever might be a contender this year um, moving forward. But, like, if he was, if he just wanted a bag and that was his top priority, then I feel like he would assign to the Patriots or something like that already. Like, that's – he wants to – he's leveraging it to get a better deal from one of the other teams, and all these other teams know we're not giving you – we're not going to – you're coming here to get a ring. You ain't coming here to get paid. You ain't getting paid at, yeah. either, at any of these teams. Yeah. So. Um, That's how I feel about it. And like if I think he's going to either sign with us or the Chiefs for a low amount of money, because if if it was about the money, he would have been signed already.
0: I think it's going to be the the Chiefs, though, because I think that um, they're going to either extend Chris Jones or, you know, they have a couple things that they can do to kind of open up some money. And I think they're going to they're going to open up the money to be able to, to sign him to something that he feels he should earn and it's going to obviously benefit them on the other end. So I think it's just going to be a fit for them, but I, I would love hop here. I've been, I've been saying it since, yeah. since the news first came out that he probably wasn't going to be with the team back in December. Um, I, I was on a hump day hotline with Joe saying like, no, we need to, like the bills need to do whatever they can do. And, you know, a season with, with D hop Diggs, Davis, Kincaid, you get you give me a year like that, and then you let James Cook cook, and then you let you know, man, come on, come on, man, quit playing. I oh, do, man. however,
2: uh, my, my bad, I didn't mean to cut no, I no, do, man. however, think that I do think that if they don't get D Hop, I think Dalvin is going to come here on a, on a unless he signed already. I, I'm not up to date on that. But he I has
0: signed, so has like a sign. I do think he'll come here on a
2: bad man if Hopkins doesn't sign here, and so he you.
1: Are you talking about yep. the Dolphins or are you talking about the Bills?
2: You think Dallas is going to sign the Dolphins?
1: No, no, because, I mean, that's where he's linked to, right? I mean, he, yeah.
2: I, I think he wants to, like, I have a feeling that he wants to play with his brother.
1: Hmm. And
2: I just, I, like, obviously everybody's looking for bread. But, like, if you're not signed this late, you're not really going to get the contract you want. It's late. Like, it's too late to, to like, the offers that you would have got. you would have gotten already, in my opinion. So, like, yeah. I think Dalvin want to play for a contender and, and the Dolphins ain't
0: it. You so, think it's, um, you think it's that, or is it sometimes I feel like older players, um, they don't, they don't want to be around like right now. Like, don't nobody want to be in camp. Don't, don't nobody want to, you that's know, probably like part of it. that's probably part of it,
2: but like, we're not even in camp. I mean, like right.
0: Well, I'm saying, that's what I mean. Like he hasn't signed to me. If I don't feel like, I know I'm going to be in shape. I know I'm working out. I know, you know, Okay, so I will signed like that last maybe two weeks before the season start. I was I in the preseason, like not now when it's when it's,
2: it's interesting. It's an interesting take because like because Vaughn, the type of player Vaughn is, he signed early. He wanted to be yeah. a part of all of it. He came. Well, in, Vaughn is did. different, but like that's a winner. Do I want these guys that? Do I want these guys now that haven't won anything that haven't that don't show up to training camp that don't come get the plays in that don't like that's not gonna be ready
0: till mid season? Like,
1: I, I oh, just not think like, Gavin
0: Cook. I think he would be ready. I, I don't think, yeah. I, I, yeah think. I don't think, I don't think because he's not here now that he wouldn't be. Yes, I absolutely I guess agree. running backs a little yeah. different,
2: hey. I, but like, I
1: don't you, know. You know what's crazy though? Dalvin's only 27 years old. Like, he, he's about the same age same as Josh Allen, man. Josh Allen's gonna be 27. Uh, he is 27. Dalvin's 27. I mean, now we talk about running back years, and, and you know, so it, it seems older, but. Dalvin still got some juice left to him. I'm not saying he's the player that he once was when he was first drafted into the league out of Florida state, but I think he still has some value, man. Just like D hop, you put D hop in this offense, man. I, I really do think it's one of those situations where it just unlocks everything for you uh, offensively. Like Spence, you know, you mentioned, you know, letting uh, James cook cook. I mean, I, I think, you know, you talk about, it, I think one of the problems last year was, you know, the, the light boxes, the bills faced, you know what I'm saying? Because they try to, they, they focus more on stopping the pass. Now, you know, you put D hop out there, it's only going to spread everything open. You're going to, you're going to see more light boxes. And I think James Cook, I mean, the, the guy averaged, you know, over five yards of carry. Right. So you Dalvin cook. Great. You put him back there with that, with that, that setup, and and these boys going to eat, talk about, you know, 12 personnel with two tight ends now you, now that you put the defense in a ton of conflict because now you're going to have to choose which, how you want to attack this defense. And that's not even mentioned the run ability to Josh Allen. So, man, I really do. It's one of those situations to me where if the, I'm not saying the Bills aren't serious about winning the title, but I think it's one of those mission-critical moves for the Bills to go get a DeAndre Hopkins, for for even if it's just for the one year. Like, a guy like of that caliber – wanting to play for you. Now, the Bills only have $5.5 million in cap space. I think you can make that work. I'm sure there's a restructure that, or, or something that you could do to make that work. You don't know what you're going to do with Gabe Davis. I, I'm, I'm sure the team hasn't necessarily decided, hey, we're going to bring Gabe back. So, to, to hedge your bets there and have a little insurance policy there with DeAndre Hopkins, man, I I, I do think he's uh, – I'm not going to say he's going to sign with the Bills, but if I had to put my money on it, man, I would say the Bills have the edge over the Chiefs in terms of signing Hop.
0: I hope. I don't yeah, agree. I don't know who has the true age, but
2: that's what I want. Come on, yeah,
0: Big boss in the comments, Matt says you don't bring in Dalvin if you want to utilize Big Jim. I don't know. I think I think you could have a good one two. Every team has a one-two punch. And I think at this point, Jim is he's younger. So I think Jimmy Cook is gonna get the he's gonna get the the he's going to get his chances. But I think, I think Dalvin cook, man, we saw what he could do last season against us. After my man, Tremaine went out, we ain't going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah. That's
1: I mean, sore well, subject, sore subject. The, uh,
2: the thing that the bills have lacked in recent years is not a cook style running back, a off the tackle. So it's, we need a between the tackle two, three yards. We're going to get it no matter what. And Dalvin can give you that in my opinion. So like, um, I, I i and so can our back, the the, Tavius, and the those guys can go get it too like but i mean i think dalvin for sure
0: <laughs> for sure so i just think i think dalvin's a little more special than than what we've had in buffalo as recent years so for sure i'm not putting so okay so i'm not putting him on the same level as shady but to me he's more he's closer to what we had in shady than what we've had for if sure. that makes sense
1: yep i agree with that like he's
0: special and in, in uh and we haven't I love Dalvin. I mean, I love uh Devin. I hope he does well down there in Houston. I am you know, he he played big for us last season, especially. You know, uh, we already talked last week about bus. We said that that Zach is gone, he's a bus considered for our team. And you know, like just the running backs that we went through. We got guys that are playing for the Giants right now, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. So I, I have a
2: question in the, like he said, but that would take away from Allen's ability. I See, to win, I don't want to lean on Allen as much as we have, as Absolutely. far as like needing to throw the ball 45 times or him to run the ball. Like, he, I want him to be able to be there when the time is there for him to be there. I, I like, and that's been the case for the majority of championship winners outside of Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes has carried a lot of teams, like for sure. offensively. Like, and mm-hmm. that's, and I, I just think that. Allen doesn't need to be that until he needs to be that. And unfortunately, we've needed him to be that from week one to week 17 in recent years. So, like, I'd rather, like, you know, yep. fourth quarter come in and do your thing, Allen. Like, we can we can use your so, and We don't need his numbers. I don't need an MVP, Allen. I need a Super Bowl champion out, Allen. That's – you know what I mean?
0: And you so, know what? <clears> uh, a lot of players – who I talk to say the same thing that you just said. And, and the thing is people don't want to admit, and I get it. We we look at the players and they're professionals. So they're not supposed to burn out. Right. Like at the end of the season, you're still supposed to be, you know, you're still supposed to be all pro Jordan Poyer. You're still supposed to be all pro Stefan Diggs or whatever. And what happens is, you know, Josh, he has to be special. Um, He's exactly. got special, yeah. like sixteen weeks out of the seventeen week season, and it don't look quarters. like it because you look at the you look <laughs> at the score, and a lot of times we do blow teams out. So sometimes it's like, well, he didn't, but it, we blew him out because Josh was really that special. And if it was, if Josh goes out, man, it's over. So I'm agreeing with with, with my brother here. It's like I, I want to see us get to the point where we have the team that we can win. And then once you once you get to the playoffs and you're facing those teams where okay Josh I do need you to step up a little bit more and be a hero sometimes he he still he still got the juice because all season he's been able to kind of he hasn't taken as many hits he hasn't he ha, he hasn't and I know he likes the hits but still like we want him to be healthy at the end of the season man
1: so let me let me play devil's advocate here let me play devil's mm-hmm. advocate you, you know we we talked about Steph Curry earlier in the show. You know Steph Curry's gonna be Steph Curry. Like he he's gonna be shooting thirty foot threes. And, and one of the more underrated things that Steph does is his ability to finish at the rim. Right now it's not he ain't dunking, but he's he's you know putting it up at the top of the backboard on these different angles and getting hit and stuff like that. Like I'm okay with Josh Allen just being Josh Allen. But like to you guys' point, because you know Josh, if you look at the top three quarterbacks in the league statistically, they're they're gonna have around. A 77 to 80% of the team's offense. But to you guys' point, I think it comes to a matter of the the ancillary targets or, or players on the field, they're going to have to step up to where Josh is going to be special, right? Because we can't stop Josh from being special, but James Cook is going to have to be special. And Stefan Diggs and Dalton Kincaid are ha- going to have to, to do – not well, I mean, Steph gets his, his love, but they're going to have to – other guys are going to have to step up and do more. You know what I'm saying? To
2: counter – yeah, no, to, to counteract like Steph Curry, that as a as a player, I don't think he's ever been better than he is right now, and that's because he's taking on more of a load, and he does the majority of the things. But when you get to the playoffs, as you can see, that Warriors team is not better than they were when Clay Thompson was going off for thirty eight and quarters, and Kevin Durant is there like. When you have like guys that can take the load off you, then Steph can be that special guy when you need him come playoff time. And I'm to that point where like I know Josh, I know I can I can see it, Josh. You can do those things. I don't need you to do all those things week one through ten for the four quarters. I need you to do that thing one through seventeen in the fourth and the third. But we have a running game that can help you out, take some load off of you. A 12 personnel with two tight ends, like I think. We've gotten to the point where they're they're gonna start trying to get Josh to only need to be special for periods and rather than needing to be special for an entire season all four quarters. Yeah. Um and I think that'll also help like with with digs, because digs you need to be happy and he'll start to get some more open looks the more you can spread the ball around as far as a running game. So um I, I do like the the way the offense is going as far as the two tight end set that they got as well.
1: Yeah, I think Josh is gonna have a hard time, man, not being Superman. You know, I just that's think that true. that that's who he is. You know what I'm saying? And the guy, you're gonna to have to let Josh well, do be Josh, right? He says this off season, he's like, you know, I wanna I wanna win more from the pocket. But I, you guys are athletes. You know how like sometimes you know we say we want to do something, but when we get into the game situation.
0: The habit of it kind of takes over. What? Go ahead, Spence. Well, no, I, I'm just because I watched. You know how often I watched. Like I watched last season a few times already. Yeah. And when when you when you watch the games, like the moment when Josh snaps the ball and it's a passing play, he's looking to pass. So when guys get open and he like if he sees it, he flings it. I think what happens is last year he we didn't have the proper protection for him. So even if like if you gave the guys another second, second and a half, they probably would have gotten open and he probably wouldn't have run as much. But the plays where he, he snaps the ball and he drops back and guys get open with protection. Boom, he's there. So I, I'm agreeing with you. But I feel like I think the Bills tried their maybe not their best, but they tried enough to improve the offensive line to say, OK, Josh, we're going to try to give you at least a second more. Like you got to try to like a couple of those plays. Try to hold on to it and throw it instead of running. Just a couple of those, play, you know. So I don't know. We'll see, but yeah. But I, I, I feel what you're saying. Outside game, of Kansas just, like,
2: City, that. outside of Kansas City, do you think the Bills have the hardest? The Bills' offensive line, in my opinion, has the hardest job outside of Kansas City because Kansas City, you know, they're throwing you for one through three downs, like your your rear and back, like the offensive line, the defensive line in my opinion, like it's much harder when the defensive line knows you're gonna throw the ball. And that's why like in years past, we haven't had a running game and our running game is Josh. So like if if you're expecting an offensive line to (laughs) to try to pass protect for 70 plays and on sixty of them they know you're throwing the damn ball. Like that's a tough ask of anybody and i do think that we didn't have the offensive line to do that like uh, that's, that, i mean not many teams have had the offensive line to do that but like this year with the 12 personnel we can get a run game going that doesn't involve josh as much and that can like he was talking about earlier you don't have to stack the teams can't just empty the box on you and rush forward right like,
1: right, right um
2: i i I do like the the way the path that they've chose to go. Now, I hope it works out,
1: but um mostly we'll I guess. Did yeah, you guys did you guys know the Bills finished second in the league and dropped passes at 29 behind Green Bay Packers last season? I
2: did. So, six by himself that that, right that, that
1: that can't happen. That that's the kind of stuff that where Josh does what he does because at the same time Can't he, trust you. He can't trust you.
0: And I think Gabe had more than six, bro. I, I think if I looked it up, I'm, I'm willing to bet you Gabe had more than six.
2: Come on, man. You, Might you, have been you, want, six or you want to bet?
1: Six You want to bet? Go ahead and look that up. But, um, you know, and Gabe isn't the only culprit. Devin Singletary out of the backfield. We could talk about him. Uh Stefan Dix had a higher drop percentage than have had he's had in recent years. And I think the um, drops
2: themselves, even though they have a lot of drops, like the drops were in important moments. That's right. the problem where things like look way worse than like that ball that drops through to beat the Jets when we lost. That ball needs to be a touchdown. And it, like absolutely. <laughs> like these moments in time where you Isaiah uh McKenzie had a lot of drops that like in big moments like it's just like it's the moments that 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 the drops you can have drops like drops are what they are but they can't come on third down and six when we just got you open on a crossing route and you drop the ball like that right that that can't happen.
1: Dave had one uh, that comes to mind in miami early in the season where he dropped that touchdown pass
0: Gabe Would've has one against Miami in the in the playoffs that comes to mind, like right in the, in the middle of the end zone. So. <laughs> we, we won that game. You didn't need to bring that. Shit we did win the game. <laughs> but I'm saying, <laughs> no, but, but you know what? No, but but on on God, it was the playoffs, and and that game was a lot closer than it should have been with a backup quarterback for Miami. Who hasn't? He hadn't played many snaps in the NFL at all. They traveled from Miami to Buffalo for the playoffs, and this is supposed to be our home field advantage, right? We talk about the weather, no, and we talk no. about, it no, I'm just, I, I don't. No, do but I mean, no, but I mean, that's what we say all the time, right? Like this is our home field advantage, and we got Bills Mafia, and we got this, and we got the Miami Dolphins with with Skylar Thompson, barely lost that game, right? I and mean, they lost that game. I don't think the Bills won. Now, we won it. Yeah, but right. you know what I mean? Like, they lost that game. Yeah. So, this you snowy know, snowy so, yeah, that, that play. That
2: we got here, like, after everything that happened throughout the season, like, that snowy atmosphere, is, we have a bunch of guys that live in heat in the offseason. And it surprises me that people still say that this, like, freezing in December, like, that's that's where we love to be. <laughs> I, we, if we yeah. want Josh throwing the ball 40 times, it's not – <laughs> that's not he it. Had, you got to get a running game
0: and he had nine drops for the season and two in the playoffs
2: okay so it was seven before the playoffs so i was close
0: no i said nine for the season and two in the playoffs oh, right. so and i mean like total yeah boss which is which is Yikes.
1: tied for fourth in the league now Yikes. and the bills had 29 total drop passes so gabe has half of them that <laughs> is a problem. a problem that's a problem that's a problem
0: yikes and you talk about number two and and i don't, I don't want to pile on gabe i love right, Gabe, right but what i'm saying is when, when when people yell at us like well the numbers will show he's really a number two okay you look at statistics only but i like to add context i'm a football guy but i like to talk to regular right. people right and when you add context to that he had a hell of a game against pittsburgh probably the best He he probably had a top five game for all receivers in the league last year against pittsburgh he had like what do you have? Two touchdowns, three, 18 three
1: catches, 171 yards and two touchdowns.
0: You get what I'm saying? So that that was one of the best games of the season for any receiver. You take that 171 out and then you you average it properly for the rest of the season, he averaged less than 50 yards a game. It was like 40 it was like 44 yards per game.
2: I would say he was he was uh on a hobble ankle for about eight, eight, ten, and
0: that's season. fair, and that's um, fair. That so, doesn't help his
2: drops, like the drops. That's what gonna, I was gonna say. Like, <laughs> like he gotta, you gotta catch the ball. Stop you like, from catching the ball. Um, and I and love then Garrett, that man. Chiefs game. That Chiefs game. It's another like he had a solid season as a rookie and then or second year, and then he came out and just tore up the Chiefs for what like two two fifty yards, like four touchdowns. Like he does have these games where he just comes out and sets a new narrative. Um, but I will say that, like, again, if you don't have a running game at all, it's it's extremely hard to play. Just you're playing seven on seven with a pass rush that knows you're throwing the ball. Like it's, it's not easy to play offense in that scenario. Like, and respect to Dable, because he ran that offense without a running game and he was able to put up massive numbers. But I just don't think that works when it comes to playoff time.
1: Yeah, I think it's one of those things where, you know, maybe uh, Sean McDermott, you know, the whole beef with him and Dable was Sean was wanting them to be able to run the ball more. Yeah. And, and they can't ever settle on a offensive line blocking scheme. It's like they they change it midseason because it's not working. So, you know, that, I think that's one of the things during training camp that I hope that they can kind of dial in to where it's just one scheme, you know, one blocking scheme and they just stick with it. And just go because I think that is the missing piece of this office. But when they do run the ball, it's like they're efficient when they do it. And, and I'm talking about you know taking out the stats from Josh Allen. They can yeah. run the ball. It's just man, you 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 look at the play calling and situational football. You know, Brian Dable. I mean, not Brian Dable, but Ken Dorsey being a first year coordinator last year. I think he struggled at times of, of calling the right plays and putting them in the best position to win. So. Like you guys are saying, I, I I do think that you know Gabe can't have half the drops on the squad. That that's yeah, unacceptable.
2: No, that that can't happen.
1: But of the of the targets that the Bills have, the, the new guys. Who are you guys more excited about? You know, we, we got Deontay Hardy, Trent Sherfield, and we could talk about Dalton Kincaid as well. And, and let's talk. Let's throw Khalil Shakir and Justin Shorter. Those are the six new guys. Uh, of those six guys, who do you who who are you guys more excited about? Of those six.
2: I'm. Uh, you want to go, Smith? Oh, go ahead, go ahead, man. I'm excited for Khalil because he, every time that there was like a big moment uh, that we needed to catch, and his number was called, it was there. He he made he made it happen. I can't remember if he got like he was the one that had that D ball against Miami where mm-hmm. Josh was threw that threw it up and Khalil came down with it. Like he's just a big moment guy, and I would like to see him more implemented in the offense. So like Shakir would be mine if if I had to pick.
0: Yeah, well, since you went with Shakir, I'm going to go with Sherfield. I, I um, okay. I, obviously, out of it's, it's early. It's not even like we're not even really practicing yet. But um, there was a little chemistry being built between him and Josh uh, with the seven seven on sevens and all of that stuff. And uh, we're hearing some good things just about his energy in the locker room and everything. So I'm looking forward to seeing him um, if we don't get some if we don't get a hop. I would like to see him um, step up as like a three and really try to take some pressure off of Gabe and and allow Gabe to be a better. Like, I think Gabe is going to improve anyway. So, again, like I I don't want the jokes that we was just talking about with the drops to to come off like I don't think Gabe is good. I think Gabe is going to take another step forward. And I agree with Jeremiah that I, I feel like he was injured. You know, his ankle did bother him. Mm-hmm. But he's out there to play, so I feel like you know, come on, you got to catch the ball. But outside of that, if if, if Sherfield could kind of take some pressure off and actually be a dependable receiver behind those two, and, and then that way Gabe can kind of you know get matched up some favorable favorable matchups, and even for Diggs, if you have some guys like actually, you know, it's kind of like in basketball those games when Draymond is out there at three and nobody guards him because it's like yeah. okay, this broke right, shoot, but right. then every once in a while he have a game, every once in a while. He got a game where he had knocked down like four of them choice in a row. Then they got to put a guard. They, they, they have to get out and guard him. So that's I feel like if game. you have – just that one game. Just that one. Right, yeah. right, right. But, but I feel like if Sherfield can kind of do something similar more consistently, not just for one game, but if he can kind of get out there, make some plays, and, and get defensive coordinators and say, okay, yeah, but we can't forget about this guy. That's what I'm excited to see.
1: And I like that. And in closing, I, I, not to just to be different, but I'm going to say Deontay Hardy. When was the last time the Bills had a guy – that was capable of catching a slant and just going to the, to the house. Right. Or, or being used correctly in the screen game. Like Deontay Hardy.
2: It's supposed to be McKenzie. Supposed to be. I was <laughs> What do you mean?
1: We had Isaiah McKenzie. What do you mean,
0: <laughs> do you
2: mean the last yeah. time?
0: We just had a guy just yeah. last year.
2: I remember that one Patriots game. Everybody remembers that Patriots game where he went
0: crazy. Oh, he yeah. was wide receiver. Man, wide receiver one. Yeah, wide that. receiver one. The hell how, you mean? How, how
1: many deep over? The dude called like four deep overs. Yeah. It, it, it was. Horrendous. I, catches. I mean, yeah. that. Where was that? Rest
0: uh-huh, the man. <laughs> Returning punts and stuff and kickoffs. Yeah. Remember the, the Pittsburgh game? He the, the first kickoff of the year. Remember that? Yeah. What do you mean? We had somebody, oh. man. What do you mean? Uh,
1: yeah. Hey, Deont- Deontay Hardy is that guy, man. You, you, and and he, he's he's a guy that he can go get it deep, too. And, and Isaiah couldn't do that for some reason. He, you know what I mean. He, he, yeah, he I know, can yeah, catch a ball called. beyond 20 beyond twenty yards. <laughs> You're stupid for that. Um, but I'm really excited about Deontay Hardy, man. If you guys get a chance, I'm sure you guys already have. But those of you at mm-hmm. home, go, go and watch what he was able to do with the Saints, man. Even though he wasn't one of the primary targets. Man, but when he got the ball in his hands, he was actually really legit in terms of that that's what the Bills envisioned Isaiah McKenzie to do. And 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 Lil Dirty couldn't get it done. He just couldn't get it done. So I'm excited to see what Deontay Hardy uh brings to the squad, man. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting.
0: Yeah, I'm looking for you know, all the additions, honestly, all the additions. Even defensively, man. Like now I feel like when when Von before Vaughn comes back, we have some decent pass rush now and then when Von comes back I feel like you know I'm excited to look at the defensive line I'm excited to see um, who makes it because you know we did make another signing so are we going to keep everybody that we had last year you know is there's some guys that I feel like we didn't get to the quarterback as much but I so feel let's like, see yeah
2: I feel AJ stayed. like if I had a I think AJ stays. boogie would have to go to the back but
1: uh, yeah
0: i agree with okay. that, but that I, I, I agree with you i agree with you I me mean, personally i i would um almost if i'm being i would almost move on from both if i can get some if i can trade and get something for aj yeah. um I, I try to get some draft picks back right. um but but both guys both guys i think both guys with whoever makes it on this type of team with the guys that we got puna four man like I'm excited for the defensive line. I, th- I think, because I even think it's going to open up some things for your all brother right. and Micah. I think it's going to open up some things okay. for. So, so yeah, I'm I'm excited about this defensive line. Um, and and so yeah, that's where I'm at. You know, we didn't talk at all about what the title of the show was. We ain't talked at all about the fantasy draft. We had a fantasy draft. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, that's right. We're gonna do that next week, though. We're gonna talk about it next week. <laughs> hey, so before we get up out of here, man, you guys want to talk about what you got going on this coming week? Go ahead, Vince. Oh, well, uh, the Code of Conduct was, was an hour ago, but y'all go ahead and uh, listen to that on any, anywhere where your, your podcasts and all that stuff, you get it. Or you can go on YouTube, find us on YouTube, subscribe to Buffalo Rumblings on YouTube and and, and hit the little notifications thing so you can be notified when we're about to go live. Uh, tomorrow night, Joe Miller is back. I'm going to be doing the Hump Day hotline at 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, and then after that, I, I think after the show, it's the Line of Games show with um, Jerry Ostrowski and Sarah. Yep. Um, and then I'm done for the week. I think after tomorrow, I ain't y'all ain't gonna see me or hear from me. Oh, we yeah. got
1: hey, we got to hear from you
0: now. Nah, <laughs> I'm you know once once I'm done with content, I typically like try not to be on social. <laughs> once the content is done for the week, unless I'm like really bored or, or like something major is going on, like a fight, a boxing match, you know, something awards, then I, I try to be on. But I don't think there's anything major going on this weekend that I can think yeah. of.
2: Other than this week, this week I was just back to workouts. I go to workouts with Jordan, and I just sit there, and I'm trying to grind with him. So, like, I got that going on. And then uh, uh, I might be going to Messi's first game down here in Florida. So, we'll see about that.
0: He can – you know, I'm just saying, he can um, train me. I, I need it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm gonna text him when we get off of this. Like, word, well, I done not I didn't already asked you for certain advice on certain things, and you ain't even, he ain't even, he ain't even be like, you know what, bro, I'm, a, I'm a, let me record a couple workouts, show you how to, none of that, none of that, and then Jeremy, yeah. he, he's just gonna come on here bragging, yeah, go back yeah, to, you know what I'm saying, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, grinding, you know, you know what I mean, man. man. Oh. Hey, well, but, that, well, no, that's it for me. Yeah. All right. Well,
1: uh, you know, Spence, I'm gonna let you lead us out, man. Hey, well, y'all know how we do. You, what you got going on? Uh, uh, is it something coming back next week? Not next week. I'll be in California next week. My oh. kid gonna be hooping out there. But uh oh. I'll be doing. <laughs> I, <laughs> Spence,
2: Spence, go. Hey, you see what he's said, doing? He said, he said, my, my kid know. gonna be hooping. <laughs> <He was funny. laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> I'll I'll be in Cali. I'll be in Cali next week. But uh, I'm coming back in August, man. When training camp comes, I'm going to be back. My show is going to be on uh, Sundays, man, right after the Bills, uh, right after the game on Sundays. But uh, until then, it'll just be on Sundays at a set time. So that's what we're working with. So I'll be doing the the post-game show.
0: All right. Well, y'all know how we do it over here at Buffalo Rumblers. It's your boy, Jay Smith, the King. Y'all love each other. Y'all take care of each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive, test negative. Go, Bills. Go, Bills. You, you can say it too. Go, Bills. You got to say it, bro.
1: He got to say it, man. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>